Welcome to Christ Global Gospel Television Network. Christ in me, the hope of glory. We walk by faith, not by sight. Supernatural Gospel of Jesus Christ. Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship with God. Hello everyone, welcome to Christ Global Gospel. This is Pastor Esther Birungi. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you had a wonderful week. I hope you were staying in the Word of God, feeding your soul, feeding your spirit in order to continue to live a victorious life that God has given us. You know, remember God has made you more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You are a victor, not a victim. This is something that you, con you must continue to declare over yourself, that you are a victor, not a victim. Because our victory is daily, my brothers and sisters. You fight those small victory, and they accumulate to a greater victory, and you will continue to live a victorious life in Christ Jesus and become everything that God has called you to be. Glory to Jesus. And possess your inheritance, all right? Possess your inheritance, spiritual inheritance, material inheritance, inheritance, everything, physical inheritance, which is wholeness, that is yours. You know, so possess your inheritance and live the best life that God has given us. Remember Jesus Christ said, I came so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Having life more abundantly, that's one of the reasons Jesus Christ came. Yes, he came to reunite us with the Father. Yes, he came to make us sons of God. But most of all, he also gave us his life. Last week, we spoke about that life, that eternal life. If you did not listen to it, or if you did not watch the video, make sure you go and listen to that video. It is very, very important. Even Apostle Paul himself, he say, himself said, I am writing these things to you so that you may know. So that you may know that you have eternal life. Remember that I normally say here, you know, I always say here, you can only live to the capacity of the light that has been revealed to you. And eternal life is one of the greatest life, light you have to understand. You have to understand the light that God has given you, the divine light that God has given you, which is eternal life. It is, and it is not something that you will receive when you go to heaven. No, it is something that you have now. It is a now life that you have. So when you come into the understanding of that life, sickness will no longer be a story in your life. Yes, sickness will, it will be a story. It will be a foreign language in your life. Because, my brother and sister, the word of God says, they that dwell in Zion shall not say, I am sick. We are people of prophecy. This is, um, this is another subject that we might, you know, get to speak on one day by the grace of God. We are a people of prophecy, prophets of old, you know, Isaiah, you know, those prophets, they, they, they prophesied about our existence. We are living a prophecy, my brother and sister. So it is very important, my brother and sister, for us to stay, to know of the life that God has given us, to know of whom we've become in Christ Jesus. And if you've been with us, you, you, you probably, because I've been here for more than two years preaching about who we are in Christ to Jesus, Christ in us, who we become in Christ to Jesus, because Christ is, we are born of God, we are children of God. But today we are not speaking of that, which is still our identity in Christ to Jesus, because that's my assignment. My assignment is to bring the, the children of God to the, the understanding of who they are in Christ to Jesus, your identity in Christ to Jesus, because first you have to know Christ in order to know because your identity is found in him 
So you have to know him in order to what? To know your identity. Because remember, the world is telling you who you are. The world wants to tell you who you are, but you have to make sure that you know the truth in order to resist the world and whatever the enemy is saying about you. Glory to Jesus. So let's go ahead and pray. Then we'll dive right away into today's, you know, um, uh, message. And uh, and let's just go ahead and pray for the word of God. Father, I thank you for your love. I honor you and I adore you. I thank you for this grace you've given it, you've given me your daughter, to come and share your word. Daddy, I thank you. I bless you, Holy Spirit. I honor you and I adore you because I know it is only by grace that I'm able to do this, Lord. It is not by might. It is not by power. It is by the Spirit of God that raised Christ from the dead. And I thank you for this grace, King of glory. And I, pr I pray that, Lord, that you help me to release your word with accuracy by your Spirit and boldness, my Lord, my King. And I pray for the hearts of your children around the world, that they will receive your word. Let their heart be a fruitful ground. When the word comes, it will bear fruit in their lives, my Lord, my King. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray for each one of them, and I call them from the east, west, north, and south. In Jesus Christ's name, may they receive everything that you have for them today. In Jesus Christ's name, and I pray for myself. May I receive all that you have for me today as we share this word, my Lord, my King. Speak according to your perfect will. And I come against every destruction, every hindrance, any manipulation, every strategy of your darkness against this word, against this ministry, against this message. I come against it. Lord, I bind it. I rebuke and cast it down in Jesus Christ's name. As it is said, whatsoever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. I bind every activity of darkness against this ministry, against this message, against this moment. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name that is above every name. Father, I pray take full control. I pray for the equipment. I pray for the atmosphere. I sanctify everything with your blood that was shed on a cross for me, Papa. I thank you for I am your righteousness in Christ Jesus, holy and blameless. I, ble I, I bless you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this moment. In Jesus' name. Roshini le marosil bar conto paskil telebroshata arkonde le bosta rushira basata hallelujah thank you jesus amen and amen hallelujah thank you again so much my brother and my sister for joining us during this message and i trust the holy spirit is going to move in your life in a mighty way that i know because the word of god has power the word of god has power to transform to deliver to build, to restore, the word of God has power, my brother and my sister, because it is God himself speaking. All right, so today's theme, we have, a, we have one theme, and, uh, but we have also another point underneath that theme. But today's theme is the visible image of the invisible God. The visible image of the invisible God. So there is an invisible God. Now we are speaking of the visible image of the invisible God. So meaning that God has manifested, the invisible God has manifested to visible. We are speaking of the visible image of the invisible 
God, glory to Jesus. Can you just, that, that only just blesses my heart. The visible image of the invisible God. Glory to Jesus. All right. So today, the point that I'm going to begin with is why do we preach? Why do we share the gospel of Jesus Christ? I know it sounds like it has nothing to connect with what we are speaking of, but it does. It does. Um, why do we preach? Why do we share the gospel of Jesus Christ? This is a thought that came to me, you know, during the week, you know, and it didn't come to me because I was just, I sat down, I wanted to think about it. No, it was, it was a thought. You know, I thought there are times where God drops stuff in your heart, revelations. When God wants to bless you, mm, thank you, Daddy. When God wants to bless you, He begins to drop things in your heart, things like revelations. You may start with one thought and begins to build and begins to build and begins to build. And that is because he's trying to get your attention. He's trying to talk to you and he's trying to minister to you. Thank you, Daddy. And you know, the Holy Spirit has a ministry right now. Right now, the Holy Spirit has a ministry. Because remember Jesus Christ, when he left the heaven, when, when, he, when he rose from the dead, prior to rising from the dead, Jesus Christ had his ministry. When he began his ministry for at least more than three years, at least three or more than three years, Jesus preached. He went, you know, healing the sick, the sick raising the dead, you know, helping the needy, feeding the hungry. He did many things. He preached the gospel. He prophesied. He rebuked. Jesus had his ministry, and then he said, I'm going to go, but I will not leave you as an orphan. I will send another helper, the Holy Spirit, our helper, our Father, our strengthener, our guider, our standby, our advocate. That's the ministry of the Lord to us. He helps us. He strengthens us. He guides us. He counsels us. He is our Father right now. We are not alone. Because remember when Jesus Christ first came with the disciples, you know, he was, he was the helper, the counselor, the guider. He was the, 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 the as the, the disciple called him, they called him teacher. The Holy Spirit is our teacher as well. He is our teachers. Just like I, I, I used to, I told you guys in my testimony growing up as a child, I didn't have much teachings about the Word of God. But do you know the Holy Spirit used to teach me the Word of God prior to even knowing the Word of God? There are times where I would spend time in, in the Word of God. I would spend time in worship and praying to the Father, just worshiping the Father. Again, I love to worship. That's who I am. I am a worshiper. That's another side of me. I, I would sit. That was something that was known about me. If I'm sad, I worship. If I'm happy, I worship. I am a worshiper. I worship the Father. I worship. I, that's who I am. A worshiper of our Lord Jesus Christ. Right? So when I, I, when I was growing up, that's all I did. I worshipped. I was always in a choir. But even if, again, that's just, the choir is just serving in the church. But when I'm home, I'm all, I was always, always singing. When I'm sad, I begin to sing. When I'm happy, I sing. So people couldn't tell what was wrong, what was my mood really. Because there are times when I'm happy, I will sing until I begin to cry. And that's when the Father will begin to even minister to me. You know, the Father will minister to me in those moments. And there are times when He will give me words, and I'll go and find them in the Scriptures. 
he, I will go and find many of them in scriptures. Many of them were prophecies, some of prophecy of Isaiah, some prophecy of this. I will find those things in the scripture. So he was teaching me the word. Because there was a place of preaching and there was a place of teaching. Teaching is different than preaching. Teaching will inspire, preaching will inspire you. You know, there are times when preaching and things like that. And there are also places where teachings, it's not, it doesn't really just inspire you. It inspires you, yes, but it, 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 it gives you understanding. Because when you understand, then you begin to live the truth. If you don't understand something, you will not live in the truth. Teachings gives you understanding of the word of God. Preaching inspires you. You preach the word of God, you will know, you know, you know, sometimes you will hear, even if sometimes they don't understand it, they are yelling there in that moment. It's good. But, but teachings brings understanding and understanding brings maturity. Because you can only mature when you understand something. And when you understand, you begin to walk in the light of that truth. Glory to Jesus. So there was a time in my life I, I hungered so much for teaching, but we'll not go into that, into those places. But why do we teach the word of God? Maybe I should change it in that, in that, in that manner. Why do we teach the word of God? Why do we teach the word of God? You can even say, why do you pray for others? Why do we pray for the nations? Why do we do these things? Why do I come here every day, every week to preach to you? Why? Have you ever sat down and just asked yourself, why do this lady comes here and preaches every week? Why? You can say, because she is called. Because I'm called to do that. That can be one of the reasons. And which is accurate, which is correct. You can say that, you know, the Lord, she is you know, following the footstep of Jesus Christ, which is correct. Because the word of God says what? Imitate him. We are to imitate our father. Right? You can say that because God is love. And that's the way he expresses his love through us. God is love. He expresses his love towards mankind through those who are his, like through his children, through his ministers. God is love. And the only way he can touch someone else, an unbeliever, one who doesn't know him, is through his own, his children, through us his ministers and children. And again, when I say minister and children, that is because we all have a ministry. Yes? Even if you are listening to me, you say, I'm not called. No, you are. The moment you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are growing, but you are to imitate him. That's the reason why we are sharing about our identity in Christ Jesus. Because the, the moment you begin to know of your identity in Christ Jesus, you will be able to what? To possess your inheritance. Which one of them is ministry? 
Ministry, what, what is even ministry? Ministry is serving the Lord. Serving in the kingdom. So the day you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God has an assignment for you. Because now you have been moved from the world. You are all of Zion. You dwell in Zion. You have a ministry. You have a calling. You have, God has a purpose for your life. A ministry is your purpose. It's you moving into your purpose. Just Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ had a ministry. What He was fulfilling his purpose. That which God, God called him to do. That's ministry. When you begin to walk in, the, in your purpose, in the things God called you to do, that's a ministry. You are ministering to the Lord. You are ministering in the kingdom. Just like the Holy Spirit. I said the Holy Spirit has a ministry. What is it the Holy Spirit ministries? We are. We are his children. He is our father. He advocates on our behalf. He strengthens us. He fights for us. He, 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 he counsels us. He teaches us. That's our father. That's his ministry. He helps us. He, he intercedes on our behalf. Through groaning. Through speaking in tongues. He gives us understanding, wisdom. He fills us with the knowledge of his will through wisdom and understanding that he gives. That's the ministry of our Father to us. He does those things for us so that we also can move to do what he is teaching us. He is instructing us to do. We move. We do what he asks us to do. What he inspires us to do. Which this moves me to one of my first um, scripture, uh, which is, is in Philippians. Philippians 2, if you have your Bible, please go ahead and pull it up. So Philippians 2 and 13, and he says, For it is God who walks in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Let me repeat that one more time. For it is God who walks in you to do I mean, I'm sorry, to will and to act. Another trans translation says to do, all right? It says, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose, God's good purpose. So God's purpose, the Holy Spirit, God himself, it, what gives us the power to will, first of all, the willing. It is him giving you the acting. It is he giving you. There is nothing that you are doing on your own here. It is him empowering you. So it is God, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. So his good purpose, he is, which becomes your purpose. God's good purpose 
it becomes your reason for why you exist, your reason why you are doing what you do. You live to fulfill God's good purpose. God's good purpose becomes your purpose in this life. Just like Jesus said, I'm here to fulfill the plan of his father, which became his purpose. Because we've been made one with the father. We've been, we've been made one with Jesus Christ. And when he reveals to you that purpose, and he gives you the will and the power to do those things. He gives you the will and the power to do those things. Now, why do we do these things? Why do the Father gives us the will and the power to do those things? Let's go ahead and read Romans, Romans 10. 11 from, four, from I'm sorry, Roman 10, we, 10, we are reading from 11 to 14, and he says, as the scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all. So there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. All right? Because we are all now children of God. We are people of God now. All right. And he says, there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord, the same Lord is Lord of all. The same Lord of the Jew is the Lord of the one, the Gentile. All right. Which they are no longer Gentile. They are children of God. The, so, the same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him richly blesses all who call on him if you call on him irrespective of religion you may be in you may be a muslim if you call on jesus he will answer you anyone who call on him will be saved i don't care what religion you may be in if you call him he will answer you because he is lord of all the earth and its fullness belong to him the creator of all we'll, move, we'll get to that later but let, let, let's go on and it says and says okay where were we it says for everyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved everyone everyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved how then how then can they call on the one they have not believed in that was a question, right? How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? If, if they don't believe in him, how can they call on him? Right? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? If they don't know of him, they will not call on him. Because first of all, they don't know him. They don't believe in him because they don't know him. Right? How can they call on him if, not, if they have not heard of him? Where were we? And how, and how can they hear without someone preaching to them? We're on 15 and he says, um, And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? How can anyone preach unless they are sent? 
And then it ends, it says, and as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Unless they are sent, unless they are sent, then others will be able to hear the good news, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. As I was saying earlier, I said, why do we share the gospel of Jesus Christ? And again, when I say, you know, it can be teaching the gospel, preaching the gospel, singing the gospel. Why do we do these things? Because we are sent. And also, why are we sent to do those things? Why are we sent to do those things? What is the reason, really, the, the, the core reason to why we are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ? So that men may be saved. And it is also the core reason is the love, the love of God. Because as it is said, for God so loved the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believe in him will not perish, but have eternal life. The life that we spoke about yesterday. Half. If you do not listen to that teachings, brothers and sisters, I will advise you, please, to make sure you listen to that teaching. So you may have eternal life. It is important to understand what you've received as a child of God. As a Christian, it is very important to understand that you've received eternal life. And if you are listening to, listening to me, you have yet to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You can also go and listen to that teaching. It will bless you. You will know what, what it is that God has given us. Why Jesus Christ died. He died for, so we may be reconciled. But the reason for that was love. The reason behind all of it was love. Because I was reminded, you know, of, of, of this thing. I believe back in, in 2015, I remember 2015, that's when the call of, 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 of teaching the Word of God began in me, wanting to share the Word of God. You know, the music was always there. I've always wanted to sing for the Lord, to worship the Lord, to sing. So everyone, you know, I just wanted to sing. You know, that was one. But the, the call for, for actually beginning to teach, I've always, I've always actually, I've always wanted to preach as well. I've always, I was, you know, preaching. But I didn't call it preaching. I called it a different name, you know, at that time. But for God to begin to bring the, that's the reason why there is also, there is, there is a reason why God has to know, God wants us to know things with, with specifics. You know, even that's what I said, I want you to know that you have eternal life. There is a reason why he wants you to be aware of these things that you've received. You know, because the word of God says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believe in him may not perish, but have eternal life. So it is important to know what is that eternal life as well. What is that inter eternal life? I, I'm writing these things to you so that you may know you have eternal life. So you may know 
you have eternal life. So it is very important to know that you have eternal life. When I say no, I'm not meaning just no, no, I know I have eternal life. No, 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 no. To know what is this eternal life? What is it? What is eternal life? Now, when you know what eternal life is, then you will know you have it. Because you cannot, you cannot have something you don't understand. If you leave it at a place where I know I have eternal life, but you don't, you don't take time to actually know what, what eternal life is, then you will not understand what you have. You will know it in, you will know it in your head that, oh, I have eternal life. But what is it? You can only know and grasp it and when you know what it is, right? When you know what it is, that's when you'll be able to, mm, you grasp it. You walk in the truth, in the, tr or in the light of it. You may say, I know eternal life. If you don't know what eternal life is, you will not walk in the light of it. You now walk in the light of it. There's one thing to know and there's another thing to know, come into an understanding. You know, just like if I said to you, your father or someone left you an inheritance. But if you don't know that inheritance, how are you supposed to walk into it? If it's a house, how would you know if it's a car or if it's a house or if it's just money or if it's gold or if it's diamond? How would you know? Until you get to the understanding of what you've received. It's very important. And we actually discussed last week, what is eternal life? In our, in our last week teaching. So please make sure you go and listen to it because it will bless you very greatly. All right? So as I said, it is the love of God. It is the love of God that that inspires us to come and preach the gospel. The first love that Jesus Christ, the reason why Jesus Christ came, Jesus was sent to preach the gospel, to die on a cross for you and I. We, because of what? Because of love. Jesus came he suffered. He went through persecution, humiliation. He died. He fought in hell. He rose again. Just remember all these things. Huh? All these things that Jesus Christ went through. There was one agenda behind it. There was one one vision, one purpose, one motive, which is love. He rose again. And came and gave us his life. But after giving us his life, he said, go and do the same thing I did. And you will not be alone. The Holy Spirit will help you. It is all because of one motive, one 
purpose, love. Irrespective of whatever ministry you may be doing today, the reason for that ministry, the main goal, the main reason is love. Jesus died because of that. To reconcile men to back to God because he loved us so much. The main reason, the main motive, the actually only, there isn't, uh, there isn't any secondary, no. That's the only motive, only purpose was love. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son so that whoever believes in him, whoever believes in the name of Jesus Christ will not perish, but have have eternal life because when you have eternal life you have a new identity a new life a new nature as a child of God but let's not move too fast all right let's not move too fast that's the reason why I said, this is the reason why we share the word of God. And this is not to say that because I come here and preach, this is your work as well. Before I began to preach here, I was preaching everywhere. <laughs> I mean it, I was preaching everywhere. They were calling me preacher prior to beginning to preach, prior to knowing that God called me to preach or to say, teach. Some were telling me, you, you need to start a church. Because anyone who came in my world, meaning that if you, you talk to me on the phone, if, if, if I have any kind of relationship with you, or if you cross my world in any shape or form, you find I will preach to you. I will preach to you. Or if we meet the first time, we will find our way speaking about Jesus somewhere. That, that's who I was, and that's who I am to, 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 to this day. But I still did not know that I was called to do that, but I was doing that. Why? Because that's my nature. Because the love of God was in my heart. The love of God was in my heart. Jesus Christ was inspiring my heart to share his, his love with others. The Holy Spirit was inspiring my heart to share his love with us, with others. When people, when you call me in the phone, many who knew, who knows, like, you know, people who knew me, when they call me, I'll find myself preaching to them for at least 30 minutes to a point where they have to, I gotta go. Sometimes I had to hold myself back. Like, Ooh, am I going a bit far, right? Then I'll stop myself. That's not because, you know, yes, I was called to, to teach the word of God. Yes, I was called to preach the word of God. But you also are called to share the word of God. It may be in a different way. It may be in a different way. You know, it may be in a different way. You may, have, you may, may God may have called you to, to, 
to support a ministry. You are you also you are also studying one. No, thank you, Daddy. I wouldn't say you are also walking in your call. It says, do not despise the day of small beginning. God may ask you to, to, to support a ministry. It can be with your time. It can be with your finances. It can be with properties. It can be with whatever it is. God might put it in your heart to support a ministry. You may think I'm just giving my time or my, my, my finance or my whatever. You may think I just sold. No, you've actually even ministered into the kingdom. Yeah, there's a ministry of giving. Giving your time. There was a time when I gave my time as well. I was ministering for, for, for the Lord by serving another in another church, ministering to his people, serving his people, right? Like I'm serving his people, meaning that God may put a gift in me. When I'm singing in the church, I am ministering unto the Lord, and he is also ministering to his people through me. I'm becoming a vessel, but because I'm one with him, that's also becoming my ministry. Because right here, what I'm preaching, yes, I'm calling it my ministry. It is our ministry, my father and I. He has called me to, to manage that which belongs to his, and what belongs to his, to him belongs to me. That which belongs to him, I'm, I'm sorry. And what belongs to him belongs to me. All right? Belongs to me. So when you hear sometimes say, you know, pray for our ministry. It's our ministry, my father and I. You know? And when you, God begins to bless you, you become a part of it. You begin, you begin to partake on the grace that is on that ministry. Because your part is also there. Whatever it is you are sowing, it can be your time. It can be your offering. It can be your, it can be your tithe. It can, whatever it is, you begin to partake on the grace that is on there, on that ministry. Because we do whatever we do only by the grace of God, which is the love of God. It's by the grace of God we do whatever we do. Thank you, Lord. So when you serve, when whatever you do in the ministry, you are partaking on the grace that is on that ministry. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So that's the, that's the reason why we serve. Thank you. And when I say we serve because We've allowed ourselves for God to fill our heart with this love so we can minister it to other people. Meaning that he is ministering to other people through us. And we've become one with him. We've become one with him. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Therefore, if you serve in any way in the church, or it can be a ministry that you, you, you know, God has brought to you. If you serve in any way, it can be your time. It can be offering. It can be your, your finances. It can be whatever it is that God has inspired you to do in that ministry. My brother and sister, it is not 
do not um, look at it as lightly. It is something big. Yes, it is. Thank you, Daddy. It is something big. It is something big. Don't look at it lightly. Yes, it is something big. You are, partake, you, you are partaking on a grace that is on that ministry. And remember, a ministry is established because of the love of God for, that, for those people. For, it can be whatever, if it's in Georgia, if in New York, New York, Africa, it doesn't matter. Europe, it doesn't matter. When God establishes a ministry in a place, it is to save. It is because he has a love for that place. And he wants those people to know God. And where the, God, the love of God is in manifestation, you decide to be a part of it. So there are times, th thank you, Daddy. There are times God will bring people, you know, to support something that he is doing. There are also times when you yourself, you are inspired when you look at it. You know, there are places we, we see a good, a good heart. You know, there are some people who have just good heart. Like, I'm, I'm reminded that the, 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 rich, the rich men in whom Peter went to minister to because of his heart. Just because of your heart, good heart. I, I remember when I was young, it, I, I, if there was a place to give, we were running to give. If we see a pastor, or pastor was preaching like, oh my Lord, you will run and go and give. And you, you, you just, oh, I wanna, I wanna partake on, on a blessing. Oh, I wanna partake on this blessing. If you see something, thank you, Daddy. Mm, thank you, Father. If you see something, right? Like a grace on, on, on a minister that you like, you say, because I want to partake on that. You can ask for it too, that's fine. There are times where you just, you, you give towards it. it. You know, you give towards that, that, that grace, right? You're like, oh, I want to partake on that grace. You give. My brother, my sister, there are things that you may, God may not have called you to do because you are partaking, because you are increasing in grace. All of a sudden, you begin to move in those things as well. Because you value Holy Spirit, my Father. <sighs> because you value that gift. You value that gift. It reminds me of, uh, what was that, that was their name, Daddy? Please let, them, let it come to my mind. Um, Jacob and Esau. Esau was the one who was supposed to receive the blessing from the Father. Do you know Jacob received that blessing because of his heart? Not because he was a, just a thief. I know, I, I mean, a deceiver. No, 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 no. Not just because of that. There are certain things we have to see beyond. Jacob was not just a deceiver. Jacob admired and valued his father's blessings. Not only that he had insight, he valued the things of God. When you value the things of God, and I, and I mean when I say insight, sometimes it takes insight to understand something. And when you understand it, 
you begin to value it in a greater way. You begin to value it in a greater way. Meaning that there are times when I say, I, I don't care whatever, I don't care about relationships, I don't care about whatever, I don't care, I don't care. Anything that will pull me away from God, I don't want it. Anything that will pull me away from my father, I don't want it. Why? Because I value him more than anything in this world. More than any relationship, any, anything in this world. I don't want it. If you draw me close to God, I want it 100%. But anything that would draw me far from God, please take it away far from me. Far! And I mean it with all my heart. Therefore, Thank you, Daddy. Therefore, your heart is what God sees. It can be in a place where you don't see yourself as someone who can be used by God. That's exactly. You actually have something bigger that God will use. Yeah. When you don't see yourself, because many, one thing I'm going to tell you is this. God knew you before you were in your mother's womb. And he placed things in you. Uniquely for you to carry out in this life. But also remember, because of what it's in you, the enemy also sees. He comes after you. He will try to attack you even from a young age. So that you will not even see yourself to be one whom God can use in any shape or form. But God wants you to begin to see yourself as he sees you. And how can you do that? By knowing him. By knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. Once you know these things, you'll begin to walk in the light of it. And once you begin to walk in the light of it, it will become easy for you to find your purpose in this life. It will become easier for you to find your purpose in this life. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and move forward. I think I'm almost done with this subject. I know we're going to move. Um, we're going to move to the next, to the next, um, to the next part two, at least I would say, um, next week. All right. So today, again, as I said, today we were focusing on why do we share the word of God? It is because of love. It is because God, Jesus died for this. Because that's the most, the only motive, the love of God. God wants to make sure all men are aware of his love for them. He chose you and I to be his voice, you know. Meaning the, the day you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, his love was shared in your heart by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit came to live in you. He is the spirit of love. He himself is love and he wants to Share the love to others through you. 
You may say, I'm not a preacher. No, you don't have to be a preacher to share the love of God. It can be many other actions, the ones that I've, I've, I mentioned earlier. You know, you can support others in your workplace. You know, I remember even preaching in my workplace, you know, in, in those little cafeteria, you know, in the lunchroom, you find someone, you know, who's battling with this, you begin to, I know some, some, there are some whom I've, I've actually came across those who, you know, someone who is always mean at work. <laughs> you know, there are certain, you know, people who are normally like really strong-willed and strong. They, they, they don't show emotions in any shape or form, you know. But I remember there was a lady whom I used to work with. You know, she was in a different department. But it, everyone was scared of him, <laughs> of her, I mean. Most people were scared of her because she was just strict, very strict and can be a bit, a bit mean, you know. And she was, I didn't know she was actually a child of God. But she was going through some, some stuff, you know. But me, sometimes, I have my way of trying to reach people. I, I have, the Holy Spirit leads me. Thank you, Daddy. Not just my way. <laughs> it's the wisdom of Jesus Christ, you know. But there was a time I remember even just reaching, talking to her in the, in the cafeteria. And just as I said earlier, I've always wanted to share the Word of God. And I was just sharing my life and my testimony here and there, blah, blah, blah. We began to talk about Jesus, and she all of a sudden began to share with me certain things. She was, her brother was going through and blah, blah, blah. And by the time we knew it, and I was just preach, I began to preach. I went into that mode of preaching. You know, begun, if I get to preach, I'll pull, let's pull on the side. <laughs> and we were preaching, and she almost went on tears. I've never seen that woman emotional or, or show any kind of emotion and even you can tell she almost she almost shed tear and she ran right away she ran she didn't come by you know some people she was guarding her heart of course she was going through stuff but God will help send you to reach people it doesn't matter where you are you because you are sharing his love you know that day she sensed the love of father you know it, did, it didn't matter where her brother was. I told her the love of God will pull her, will pull him, irrespective of where he was. All right. So that's why we are here sharing the word of God. And it's not about just preaching, but you are also called to share the word of God. It can be in any other way. It doesn't matter. In supporting ministry, in you preaching, or you sharing the, the, the ministry, you know, the, 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 the teachings of others who are already preaching. You know, I can be, you know, I can, I'm, I'm preaching right here. You, God can, can inspire you to begin to, to, you know, do publicity for the work of God. You know, that's evangelism. You know, that's evangelism. You can begin to share the work of God with others. You know, when they, see, they find their truth, when they found, when they receive the word, you were the one who, was, who sent the word. You, God will acknowledge your action of sharing that word for that person to hear it. You know, God will acknowledge it. You know, that, that's one thing I just want to say, to always be conscious that whatever we do for God, nothing is lightly. Nothing is light. God does not take anything lightly when it comes to sharing the message of Jesus Christ, when it comes to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Nothing. He doesn't overlook any of those things. All right. 
So let's just be conscious of that. And I just want to remind you today, you are called, you are in the kingdom to serve as well. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the kingdom. You are called to serve. You may have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and, and, and Savior this week. You are called to serve as well. You grow actually in serving. Yeah, you grow in serving. God begins to, to, to have a relationship with you in serving. Remember, I began to serve when I was young. I used to sing in the church when I was young. As a teenager, I was going from one church to another. We were, we were actually walking distance in different churches to go and minister. Though I thought it was just, it, it was, I wouldn't say I thought it was, I didn't even know if it was a ministry. I, that was my life. That's all I knew. I am a child of God and I'm singing for my father. I'm worshiping my father. You know, actually, believe it or not, I actually preached when I was a teenager in a, in a, in a, it's a night prayer. It was a night prayer. We used to go in a church at night. We pray all night, you know, and I remember one time I was given the, the grace to teach, to preach actually, which was incredible. I was excited. <laughs> I was like, what? I did it, you know. But it's all for the glory of God. Hallelujah. So I just want to let you know, you know, you don't, you don't, don't look at yourself, think that, oh, I just, I'm just a new baby Christian. You know, I can't do th anything for God right now. Right now, all I can do is just, you know, listen to the word. No, 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 no. Begin to walk as the Holy Spirit leads you because the Holy Spirit is in you right now. Begin to serve the Lord. You will grow in it. As you serve the Lord, you will grow. You know, you will grow. Begin to serve the Lord. Begin to use those muscles, you know. All right. Thank you again so much, my brother and my sister. I hope you were edified by today's message. But I know next week is and next week it's going to be an incredible one. Stay stay um, connected for it. Stay connected for it because it's going to be a, um, a, an exciting one. It's going to be an exciting one. It's one of our major major topics which is our identity in Christ to Jesus all right and which which is today's theme that's when we will actually get to dive into it today today was just the introduction okay the love of God we preaching every you know next week it will come alive because today's message we actually were, were preaching about why do we share the love of God? Why do we share the message of God? Because the love of God has been what? Shed in our hearts. We are expressing the love of God. To, God is expressing his love to others through us. He's actually given, given us even the grace to sense his heart towards others. The love of God has been poured in our heart. That's one. That's why we are preaching the word. That's why Jesus preached. That's why I am preaching and teaching and singing, you know, and that's why you may be, you know, helping others in your workplace, supporting a ministry, you know, as the Holy Spirit leads you. That's why you are doing those things. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is leading you, because it is he who gives the will and the power to do. All right. So again, thank you so much for joining us during today's message. Uh, I trust that the Holy Spirit will use this message to bless you in a greater way. All right. Again, thank you all so much for joining us.
Now we're going to go ahead and move into our next segment, which is offering. And for offering, please just use our website, which is ChristGlobalGospel.com. So www.ChristGlobalGospel.com. And you can use that website to go and support our ministry so we can continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just like we read earlier, say how beautiful is the feet of those who share the good news, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right. So you will be actually sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ as well as you support us, you know, by giving into this ministry, supporting us so we can spread the gospel in a greater way. All right. Thank you all so much. And I'm going to go ahead and pray for you for your offering. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for every soul that is giving into this ministry. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. And I thank you, Lord, for opening the windows of heaven and releasing blessings in their lives. I thank you for touching them in a special way that only you can. And I thank you also, Lord, for sending them to us because they can only come to us if you sent them. Holy Spirit, my Father, thank you. Thank you, Daddy, for sending them. Thank you for sending them to us. I bless you, King of glory. I honor you and I adore you. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus Christ's name, amen and amen. And if you are watching us, you have yet to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. This is the time for you. For the word of God says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe that he died and God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Just go ahead and say this prayer with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I know that I'm a sinner, but today I ask you to forgive me. Forgive me for every sin that I've ever committed. Today I, I, I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, for I believe that he died and you raised him from the dead. And he is alive again. He is coming back again. I receive salvation. I receive eternal life. I am born again in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you said that prayer, my brother, my sister, you are born again. You are a child of God. Satan has no longer right, no power over you, nor your life. You are a child of God. Next week, we are going to get even deeper into this topic. All right? This topic of as a child of God, we are speaking of the invisible image of the invisible God, the invisible, the, the, the visible image of the invisible God. So stay connected because you're going to want to listen to this one. All right. Because it is speaking of you. It is speaking of God. It is speaking of greater things, deeper things, all right? So stay connected. We'll get deeper into it. Today we're just giving some little introduction and we will combine everything to next week. Welcome to Christ Global Gospel Television Network. Christ in me, the hope of glory. We walk by faith, not by sight. Supernatural Gospel of Jesus Christ. Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship with God. The light is the word of God. There is no turning back for the Egyptians that we see. You become one with Jesus Christ. Your, your, your agenda, your purpose in this life and now is to fulfill, to fulfill the will of God, to fulfill the plans of God on the earth. You are the ambassador of Christ Jesus. You are a soldier of Christ Jesus. Now you've got to stand up, my brother. You've got to stand up, my brother and my sister. Stand up for Jesus Christ. Stand up and become who my God.
this life. Don't waste your life for nothing because my brother and my sister, there is a reward for you in heaven. There is a reward for all of us when you step into your calling, allowing Jesus Christ to use you from for his glory on earth because the day you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, not only did you receive the just eternal life, not only did you receive divinity at work in you, not only the Holy Spirit came to live in you, but you became a soldier of Christ Jesus. A child of God. Now you represent the kingdom of God on earth. Your victory is in the word of God. When you speak that word, it is that is when you speak the word of God concerning your life, it is you coming into agreement with that which God has said about you.